1231. Good afternoon. Welcome to Directions, that show where we point you towards the right direction concerning several topics and several issues. My name is Ifanaya. This is Steel Lagos Talks 91.3. Today, let us talk about your emotions. So I have heavily spoken about emotional intelligence in the past, and I think it's something that should constantly be spoken about, you know. I don't, I don't think you could talk too much about emotional intelligence. Today, we're going to be talking about just recognizing and managing emotions, your emotions, other people's emotions. You know, with emotional intelligence, I did explain why it's important to understand your emotions and other people's emotions around you as well. Today, we're, we're going to be focusing on how you can recognize and understand your own emotions and I will be explaining why there 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 are you know situations where your emotions are super strong sometimes, right? I will be giving you some practical ideas about how you can manage your own emotions so that you could use and harness these emotions um, for the best. Because you know all emotions, there is no emotion that is bad. I will put it this way: there is no emotion that is bad, right? All emotions are there for a reason. You know, anger is not bad. You know, you sadly acting out of character because of anger or, you know, the aggression that comes with that. Those are the negatives. But anger in itself, you're a human being. There are times where things will make you angry. So emotions are are neither good nor bad. They're just absolutely necessary for giving situations, right? So I'm going to be taking you through how you can manage your emotions so that you can actually use them for the best and you can harness them um, for the best in in whatever you're, you're engaging in. So just taking a look at emotions, we already know that emotions are feelings, right? But to start to understand your emotions, you just need to ask yourself two questions. Number one, how do I feel? Number two, how do I know? These are the two questions. How do I feel and how do I know? I'll be taking you through all these things. You have to be aware that, of course, other people have emotions. So at the same time as being aware of your emotions, you need to be aware of other people's emotions. You are not an independent being. No matter how independent you want to be as a human being, so far you are on earth with other humans. We are one way interrelated, interdependent, connected, right? And so... Whilst acknowledging your own emotions, being aware of your own emotions, coming to terms with your own emotions, you have to also be aware of other people's emotions. You also need to ask, how do others feel and how do I know? So there are several ways that we can actually tell how others are feeling, but particularly by observing what they're saying, of course, and how they behave, including their body language. People don't have to say something is irritating them before you're able to notice because sometimes their facial expression also already says it all. Their body language already says it all. Research actually suggests that more than 80% of communication is nonverbal. And so what this really means is it comes from your body language. It comes from your facial expression. That's why you yourself, you have to be very um, cognizant of what your body language is saying. And what your facial expression is saying as well. Many of us don't like to talk about our emotions, especially not if they really matter to us. So they tend to be expressed even more in our body language. There are times where you're just like, 
I beg, it's not a big deal. You know, I'm just going to ignore this. Or um, when I get out of this environment, I'm done with all this. So I don't really need to talk about it. I don't need to confront anybody. I don't need to inform them about how they're behaving. So there are times where you just don't like to talk about your emotions. Um, do I 100% agree with that? No. I would always, always say to you that you should communicate. Communication is super key, especially giving the dynamics of your relationship. What's the relationship like? Is this someone that you are um, very often around? It could be a friend, it could be a colleague, it could be a boyfriend, girlfriend, fiance, husband, wife, whatever the case might be. You know, um, there are times where, of course, it might not be necessary when you bump into a stranger. Maybe something happens. You don't have to. You, you may It may not be necessary for you to come and start downloading oh this is the way i feel i don't like that you did this or did that or blah 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 it may not be necessary because you know that after that particular um encounter that you've had with that person chances are that you probably never see that person again or be a long time before you see that person or you have no connection with the person at least no close connection with the person right but on the flip side if it's a situation where of course this is someone that you're engaging with as often your colleague or whatever you know i would always i would always say talk about it right but yes how did i get here so i was just talking about your body language speaking a whole lot uh because a lot of times we may not want to talk about how our, how we're feeling or what our feelings are saying but people can easily tell from your body language because according to research more than 80 percent of communication is non-verbal so pay attention to what your body's saying what your facial expression is saying as well still on emotions how are your emotions and your brain connected you have to understand that emotions are not consciously controlled right sometimes your emotions are just reflex um you something exciting happens you don't necessarily have to tell yourself be excited it triggers that excitement it triggers that joy it triggers that happiness that elation and you're just super excited so a lot of times, emotions are not consciously controlled. The part of the brain that deals with emotions is called the limbic system. I've spoken about the limbic system a few times here. So it's thought that this part of your brain evolved fairly early on in our human history, making it quite primitive. And this, I believe, explains why an emotional response is just often quite straightforward, but very, very powerful right you want to cry you want to run away you want to shout when something happens like i mentioned sometimes it's like reflex right and you just want to respond with that emotion not because you've told yourself to respond with that emotion but according to research saying that you know that limbic system which is a part of the brain evolved fairly early on in human history saying that it's quite primitive when there's a situation or where you're faced with something um, and just taking a look at the, you know, the primitive parts of our brains, according to research, you know, the whole fight or flight um, response when you're faced with something, it's either you fight or you flight. And at the time, you may not necessarily have time to calculate and start saying, OK, if I fight now, what will happen? If I flight now, what will happen? A lot of times it's an impulse or reflex, right? So just that primitive part of your brain um, mostly controls your emotion. So a lot of times you may not necessarily think about the responses before you give it. Now, this is not saying that it is normal and it's good and it's okay that you're always so angry and when someone does something to you, you just act out of character or whatever. No, 
you know, this is where self-control comes into play. And we'll talk about that, you know, shortly. But just understand the relationship between your emotions and your brain, right? Emotions are strongly linked to memory and experience. Always remember that. If something maybe bad has previously happened to you, your emotional response to that same stimulus is likely to be strong. So you have that same response. Um, there are times where you may not even remember that you've experienced this before or you've been in this situation before. But getting into the situation presently, you just have this certain irritation or discomfort. You know, some people will call it a gut feeling. Some scientists might say it's linked to a previous memory that was a very distasteful memory for you or not so nice memory for you. And so a whole lot of times, emotions are strongly linked to our memories and our experience. And if we're presented with that same stimulus, that same situation, our response to it is likely to be strong as well. You know, babies feel emotion, right? Emotions are, are closely linked to, like I mentioned, you know, certain uh, memories. Even when you present certain stimulus to babies as well, their responses you would see over over time, you would see it, bec- it becomes similar, right? Um, it's 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 a kind of conditioning when you're presenting a specific stimulus to your subject or to your child. Over time, they would learn how to respond to that stimulus, right? Depending on um, the reward st- system that you might attach to the conditioning process. So, for instance, you want your child to like maybe. You want your child to like beans. This is a random example, right? And you want it to be something that later on in their growth or in their life, you don't have to force them to eat the beans. So one way you could do this, please don't use this exact example. This is just a random example. You could use other you know, reward systems when you're going through this conditioning process where when you present your child that beans, you can present something that the child might like more. And that could be a reward for the eating of the beans. So in future, the child gets used to, okay, if I eat these beans, I know that I'm going to be getting something exciting afterwards. Or if I eat these beans, I know that, you know, that lollipop that comes right after the beans is going to be there. So it makes the child more excited. And if you in future um, present that stimulus, which is, you know, the beans to the child, the child automatically gets excited. Why? Because over the months or the years or the period that you've been going through this conditioning process, you've been eliciting that emotion of excitement and that joy because you've conditioned your child to like this particular beans because they know that right after liking these beans, a reward follows. And that reward is either you're watching your favorite movie or you're going to, you know, get a lollipop or whatever the case might be. So, yes, babies do feel emotion as well. And, you know, there is a school of thought that believes that the first emotion, the first and the only emotion that a child comes to this earth with is love. That's the only feeling that they have is love. And then with time, sadly, you know, (laughs) when the child is being corrupted and when I say corrupted, you know, by the negativity around that then teaches them these other emotions that make them cry, that make them afraid. And the list goes on and on. Well, that is one school of thought, but there are other schools of thoughts that, you know, oppose that. Um, But yes, babies also feel emotion. So just understanding the link to memory and your emotions, it sort, it sort of gives you, 
you know, to, to, to a certain extent, the strength and the understanding to properly manage your emotional responses. Your emotional responses don't necessarily have much to do with the current situation um, or to reason, but you can overcome them with, you know, reason and be aware of your reactions to them or just identify why when I'm being presented in, with this particular stimulus or when I'm in this particular situation, this is how I end up responding or reacting. Is this as a result of what I'm facing right now? Or is this as a result of this being linked to a negative memory in my past? Sometimes you could do yourself a whole lot of good in terms of you know changing your behavior by identifying what this is linked to. Is this linked to just the present situation that I'm in? Or is this linked to something that might have happened in the past so i'll I'll just advise that you take some time to try out an activity right just take some time to notice your emotional responses and then consider what might be behind them is it your values because values as well could be connected to your emotional responses so your values and your principles um based on your religion based on your upbringing as well you know, you being brought up in a certain environment and then you go out there to maybe uni or life or whatever and you're being presented with a specific stimulus, maybe alcohol, drugs, whatever the case might be and your cur- your your instant response to it is irritation or anger or you're just like, I can't be here. It could also be attached to your values as well. So sometimes you want to, and this is, in, in the process of trying to get to know yourself better, self-awareness, because self-awareness is very key. It saves you a whole lot of, you know, all, the, all these um, bouts of drama, anger, insults here and there, because you already know, okay, I'm th- this is the type of person that I am. If I, if I get into this particular situation, there's a possibility that I'll respond or react this way. So what I could do is either be aware of it and control my emotions more or just stay away. From that situation so like i mentioned try out this activity just identify what your emotions are saying take 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 some time out to notice your emotional responses and then consider what really is behind these emotions my values my memories my experiences and then you can note that down also consider what results in positive emotions and what is more negative right just just identify okay what will elicit more positive emotions what will elicit more negative emotions for you and 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 i just believe that is just a process of getting to know yourself better um and just being more aware so that you can make better informed decisions moving forward all right it's 12 of 46 we're going to take a quick break let's pay some bills right after that let's take a look at learning to actually manage your emotions what are those practical steps that you could take to manage your emotions you might have heard this said to you in the past oh you're too emotional or you need to control yourself or control your emotions if this is a statement that has been said to you over time you probably need to listen up to this and maybe it might not have been said to you and you said it to yourself that i'm too emotional or you know i need to be able to divide or separate you know the 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 times where i need to be logical and the times where i need to be emotional you know you need to be able to whip it out at any any time Should, this is this a, a case or a situation where it's just logic 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 or is this a case where 
it's not bad tapping into your emotion or allowing your emotions um, inform the decisions that you're about to make. So we're going to be taking a look at learning to manage your emotions. This is Directions. My name is Ifunaya. And of course, it's Lagos Talks 91.3. Stick around. Welcome back. It is Directions, that show where we get to point you towards the right direction concerning several topics and several issues. My name is Ethan I. It's 12.49. Let's wrap up on today's topic and then move on to other amazing programming here on Lagos Talks. We are talking about recognizing and managing emotions. Before moving into some positive actions to help you manage your emotions, a few quotes that I thought to share. One being, and I quote, you can choose how you feel. That's a quote and that's quite profound. And I believe with the things that I've already shared with you, you do understand how you can choose how you feel especially when you've gotten to a certain level of self-awareness, being able to identify your emotions. And not only that, being able to identify the specific triggers that elicit specific behaviors or emotions from you. So you can choose how you feel. Another quote says, you can't control other people, but you can control how you react to them. I would say respond um, because there is a there is a difference between response and reaction. And I've shared this before. Um, and just to break it down, because you'd be wondering, uh, what's the difference? But when you respond, it's more calculated and it's more informed. You take your time. Whereas reaction is more impulse driven, more reflex driven. So you just react and then you think. But with responses, you think first, then you respond. But that's not the conversation for today. Another quote coming from Aristotle, and it says, anybody can become angry. That is easy. But to be angry with the right person and to the right degree and at the right time and for the right purpose and in the right way, that is not within everybody's power. And it is not easy, is what Aristotle said about your responses to certain emotions. Okay, let's take a look at some actions and positive actions to help you manage your emotions. There's a long list, right? Because there are a number of actions that you can actually take that will help you manage your emotions. Um, Many of them, please understand, they are very general. You know, you probably might be expecting something very complicated. A lot of them are very general, but you can actually try them because you just might find that they work for you. Now, this is not a one-size-fits-all. For people, it might be different. However, one at least out of the list that I would share with you should work in helping you manage your emotions. Let's start with this one, the easiest. Well, you know what? That that is debatable. So it might not be the easiest, but um, this is exercise. For some people, it's easy. For some other people like me, it's not. But exercising, this actually releases reward and pleasure chemicals in your brain those chemicals like dopamine right and this makes you feel better so you being fit also makes you healthier which helps in managing your emotions so on one hand it's like exercise kills several birds with one stone so on one hand it releases those few good hormones dopamine endorphins as well as a few good hormone 
And of course, that helps you regulate your emotions better. And on the other hand, if you are healthier, which the exercise helps you out with, if you're healthier, it helps you manage your emotions better as well. So exercise is one key way to help you properly control those emotions, manage those emotions, and to help you not be quote-unquote too emotional in different situations. And another quote I would say, or rather another tip I would say is for you to be kind to others. Because this helps stop worrying about yourself. So being kind to others in terms of emotions and the types of emotions that you're eliciting or you're giving to other people. Remember, your body speaks a whole lot. Aside from your words, you don't have to say, um, I don't want to be around you with your words before someone knows that you don't want to be around them. It could be your body language, right? You just have like this very irritated aura around you. So be kind to others. Now, another um, way that you can help manage your emotions is to be open and accept what is going on around you. I would explain this to you as just you learning to appreciate what is happening and just avoiding excessive criticism of others or of the situation that you're in. And I believe that this is very much linked to mindfulness. You know, just being aware of what is going on in the moment, right? You might be in a situation where you're not necessarily paying attention to your emotions at the time or you are more focused on why you don't want to be there or how quickly you want to go away from there and it leads you to eliciting I won't I don't want to use the word negative emotions, but emotions that might not be friendly or might not be seen as healthy. But if you are able to just take the moment to be mindful of what's going on around you, accept what's going on around you, enjoy the moment. You know, stop thinking about how you want to quickly go home to microwave such and such or how you want to quickly go home to watch that movie. I mean, please, by all means, if you don't have to be there, you can leave. You know, if you don't have to be honestly, if you don't have to be there, you can leave. But if you're if you have to be there and you're going to be there, it's best for you to be there, to be present and for other people to enjoy your presence there so that you don't have a very negative aura around you where people begin to feel uncomfortable around you as well. And for you to also keep your emotions in check where you don't want to easily get irritated or just uncomfortable being there. Be mindful. You being mindful and just identifying things that are enjoyable there as well can help you regulate your emotions another thing that i would mention is for you to talk about it it is super important to spend time with other people talk about what's going on with you don't bottle things up the more you bottle things up the the easier it is for you to erupt in in random situations and this the, the situation that you might even erupt may not be anything um grave or anything heavy it could be a series of bottled up emotions and finally get erupted by just one tiny trigger so it's always good to talk it out if you if you if you have a confidant if you could get someone who's a trusted friend fantastic if you have a counselor if you have a therapist just talk it out it will help you better manage your emotions another thing that you could do is to distract yourself yep you can distract yourself. Sometimes the reason why you're a bit emotional or your emotions are getting the best of you because you're becoming overwhelmed by whatever it is that is going on. It could be different things that are triggering that. 
But that overwhelming feeling in itself can put you in a position where you just can't handle your emotions properly at the time. So one thing that you could do is to distract yourself. But I would say this, um, and I would say this in such a way that you don't take this as a solution to those issues that are triggering those emotions, the burst of emotions. So distracting yourself is not a solution, but it could help regulate those emotions for the time being, right? Things like watching a bit of TV, things like reading, getting on the internet, taking a break, let your brain cool down just a little bit, right? Just relax for the time being so that when you are facing whatever the situation is, you're facing it with a much clearer frame of mind. I'm not saying that it makes things, it makes the 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 issue that you're facing less grave, depending on the nature of the issue. That's not what I'm saying, but I'm saying that you taking out time to give yourself a breather, give yourself a break, relax, and getting back there gives you the ability to properly control your emotions in that giving situation and to have a clearer mind or frame of mind to make better decisions or informed decisions concerning that situation to distract yourself and like i mentioned distraction is not the solution it's just a break you just taking a break and please don't let this be a distraction of one week two weeks five years okay just ensure that you face whatever the issues are however it 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 doesn't hurt you distracting yourself just for a little while okay Another thing is for you not to give in to negative thinking. So if you find yourself having negative thoughts, then you need to challenge them by looking for evidence against them. I always say rather than tell yourself not to think about something, exchange it with something else. Because if you say to yourself right now, and this is like the most random and the most flogged example where, you know, you're being asked if you're talking in, in a conversation about maybe your your mindset and you are trying to figure out ways not to think a certain way or to constantly get yourself to think positively one exercise that maybe your therapist or the speaker would get you to engage in is this if 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 maybe a red car for instance is something that you are saying you don't want to think about and i say to you do not think about a red car and I say it again, do not think about a red car. Guess what? Chances are that clearly what the first thing that came into your mind was a red car. Even if you're not thinking about it before, now you're thinking about it. You're thinking about the red car. So rather than you say to yourself, stop thinking these negative thoughts. Stop thinking these negative thoughts. Negative thoughts go away from me. It's not going to work. Okay, because the way your ma- your brain is, your mind is, a lot of times how your, your brain thinks, you're never without a thought. Even when you're not aware of what you're thinking about, you are actually thinking about something. You know, there are moments where, you know, you're lost in thought and then someone just tries to get your attention and they're like, what are you thinking about? And then you're just like, oh, I'm sorry. And then they're saying, okay, so what was on your mind? You can't even remember. But something was on your mind. You were lost in thought, but then it just flew away when the person distracted you, right? You are never without a thought. So your, your mind is constantly thinking about something. And a lot of times your mind is thinking um it's your so it's your subconscious mind you know because 
you wonder if my mind is never without a thought and I'm not conscious of what I'm thinking of, what then is in my mind? Because I know something is in my mind. A lot of times it's as a result of your subconscious. And remember, your subconscious is being filled with different elements, things that you're exposed to. And so you're exposed to a lot of things subconsciously from when you were growing up, from when you're even driving on the streets. There are things that are catching your attention that you may not necessarily pay attention to, but your subconscious has grasped it or has taken it into account. And then at some random point in maybe the next five hours or the next day or in the next two days, you're thinking about something and you're just like, where did I get this thing from? I know I've seen it somewhere. I can't remember. I know I've heard it somewhere. I can't remember. So yeah, what I'm just trying to explain to you is that a whole lot of times your mindset or you are more of your subconscious than your conscious. So a lot of times when you don't even know that you're thinking about something, something is actually in your mind. So how best can you get yourself to stop thinking about certain things and rather think about other things that are positive, you know, that release those good feel-good hormones it's by giving yourself what to think about tell yourself what to think about so if there if you know that maybe based on certain things have happened in your life lately and it's caused you to think so negatively and even without anything negative happening now your mindset is just negative even your friends have noticed it that when they are talking about something your own take must be negative when someone brings an idea to you your own is just the negative 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 I, it took me time to realize that people who are negative are not necessarily bad people, right? These people sadly are victims of their past experiences and the negativity that they were fed with growing up as well. There are some households where you would just hear the words that they use, like calling people, you're very stupid, you're a fool, is normal in their household, is normal. I just thinking about that. I just think that it's ludicrous. It's ridiculous, right? But these people, they grow up and they just think laughing and calling their, their friends, you're a fool. It's normal as well. And then there are people who've grown up in environments where they know, you know what, don't speak negatively at me. And then they, they see this friend of theirs that is constantly talking negative, 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 negative. And, you know, in this day and age where we have so many speakers on social media and this cancel culture on, on social media, right it's easy for you to identify these people as very bad people and these people are negative people i shouldn't have them in my life yeah and, and that's understandable but it would be it'd be nice especially if these people are people that have been friends with you for a long time it'd be nice to, to probe a bit further why is this person constantly negative have you brought it to the attention of that person to identify what is the root cause of your negativity the words that you're speaking and what's constantly on your mind is it as a result of your past experiences, things that happened in the past? Is it as a result of the way you were brought up? Like, what really is it? And so I feel like this, and this is something that you as well should think about. So if you are constantly in that position where you're just always being negative to yourself or to people around you, identify what is causing that, what, what that, where that is stemming from, what the root cause is, and give yourself what to think about. The same way you grew up to develop such a negative way of thinking is the same way you can further grow and develop a positive way of thinking by exposing yourself to positive things the things that you listen and i always say you are what you eat not necessarily what you consume with your mouth but what you eat with your ears with your eyes what you surround yourself with right you know the people who say i may go to this particular area or this environment but 
I may not be part of them. Do you get what I mean? But I just like being in that area. Even if I don't support what they are doing, but you know, it's just all vibes. Now, the thing is, and that's understandable, but understand that you as a human being, with the the way we are and with what psychologists have said so far, remember there was a period where it was almost a fact that you can't teach old dogs new tricks. However, with time, psychologists now um, identified how your neural pathways work, you know, with 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 when you are presented with new information and when you maybe replace that new information with what was formerly there and when you're trying to develop new habits even in your old age you know they say it takes about 21 days some people say it takes about 30 days and so you see that statement you can't teach an old dog new tricks whilst yes we can understand to an extent it could mean it could mean it might be difficult, but it doesn't mean it's impossible. And I always say difficulty and impossibility, they are not synonymous, right? The fact that something is difficult doesn't make it impossible, right? So no matter how old you are, yes, you might have grown up with such negative upbringing and mindsets and even the words that you speak, but you can still teach yourself to have a positive mindset, to have a positive outlook. And how you do that is by what you expose yourself to. And you have to be intentional about that. And that will definitely help you further control your emotions. So I think I'm going to be wrapping up right here, right now. It's six minutes past 1 p.m. Thank you to everyone out there who was a part of Directions for today. Thank you for being a part of this. Remember, this is a platform where we get to point you towards the right direction. We like to enlighten you. We like to educate you. We like to inform you. Because we can all live much better lives than we are living right now. Much better quality of lives that we are living than we're living right now. And a whole lot of times there are things that are within our control. And this is not taking away from the fact that there are things that are outside our control. But the one that you can control, control it. And that's really what we we like to do on Directions. There are so many changes that you can make by the right information. Having the right information. Because if you know better, you do better. So if you know and you're able to identify certain things, it will make you or it will enable you make better decisions or informed decisions to better your life. Thank you once again. You can reach out to me on Instagram and on Twitter at ify underscore I, that is I-F-Y underscore I. Follow Lagos Talks at Lagos Talks 913 across all social media platforms. Coming up right now, is your favorite talk show with your favorite ladies. It's a Friday, so it's going to be very relaxed. Let's take a look at the trending topics around the world. Let's get into Film Friday, one of your favorite segments where we talk about all things movies and series. And let's get into Fired Up Friday. So I'm looking forward to hearing from you via different platforms, our phone lines, our WhatsApp line, and our Twitter handle at Lagos Talks 913. This is the home of conversation, Lagos Talks 91.3. Stick around. 